0: Hey, it's a great podcast today, a lot of laughs, and a lot of really important information for you. Don't miss a second of today's podcast if you want to know what's really going on.
1: You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck Program.
0: This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, Pat Gray is joining us. Uh let's see, is there anything at all? Anything at all we could talk about. Uh, hey, uh, how about Cuomo? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? Stu you want
2: to talk about Cuomo? That's really? a surprise. Yeah, I, huh. I, I, it's yeah. Every so day unusual. I come in
0: and I see something new about Cuomo and I'm like I'm going to taunt him with it the whole day. (laughs) We might talk about Cuomo. Please let me talk about Cuomo.
1: Oh, the big apology yesterday. That was fun. Oh, wasn't it? We did a whole show on it last night. so sorry. Could we play? Now, yesterday,
0: yesterday was like, bada bing, so I go to strip clubs. That's (laughs) what me and my dad used to do. Now, that was yesterday, or the day before. Now, yesterday, this is his apology.
3: But this is what I want you to know. Oh, okay. And I want you to know this from me directly. Oh, good. Okay. Right. I never, never touched anyone okay. inappropriately.
1: Never. never.
3: I never touched anyone inappropriately. You just said okay, that. Not no, You
0: listen. just said it. Now listen, listen. He's going to talk. I
3: up. never knew. Listen. At mm. the time that I was making <laughs> anyone feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Okay. I never knew. At the time, I was making anyone feel uncomfortable.
1: You just said that one, too.
3: <laughs> <And> it's weird. <laughs> I certainly never, certainly. ever meant <clears throat> to offend anyone
1: oh, or no. hurt anyone. Oh, gosh, are you getting not. emotional?
3: Or cause oh. anyone any pain.
1: Oh, that's really not that true. That
3: is the last thing the first I thing. would ever want to do.
1: It's the first thing you want to do. Hurt <laughs> Let people. me just
0: say this. <laughs> Look, she was there. I was talking to her about, uh, maybe uh, helping me on my next boobinatorial race. <laughs> <laughs>
1: boobinatorial race. <laughs> uh, he is America's dumbest governor.
0: I tell you what, this is all I want to say to you. I can keep you safe from the COVIDs. You know what I'm saying? Just come spend some time on my Anthony Couchy.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey baby, I've got some uh, COVID safety equipment for you. Wanna see my E Da. <laughs> 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 Who knew that would offend anyone? Right. No, right. did he
2: intend that That's, to offend. Right. Hey, baby,
0: let's play a little nursing home, huh? Why don't you pull my plug? <laughs>
1: <laughs> How can that possibly be offensive I can't. and cause somebody to be feel uncomfortable? I don't see Such it. Such a surprise. I don't Such see a it at surprise. all. This is embarrassing performance last night. He's faking the emotion. No, he... you can't say that. You don't know. I do know I do know I've watched too many freaking he, the man is incapable of, of feeling empathy for another human being it's he's incapable of it so uh, I mean you know this is what happens when you kill thousands of people hard to feel empathy for something like this when thousands of people sent thousands of people to their unwanted death it's hard to feel <laughs> the hey, empathy hey, for
0: hey, a bad hey, joke hey I was only trying to flatten a couple of her curbs you know what I'm saying that's what I'm trying to do you know, I like all my nursing home death numbers the same mm. under the table. <laughs> What's
1: happening under the table? That one. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> it's it, look. It's been really bad. But we went through the polls yesterday. Uh, he went from seventy-one to thirty-eight percent in approval rating. Wow. Seventy-one to thirty-eight percent, and uh, that's over the past year. And more people want him to resign over the nursing homes than they do the sexual harassment stuff. Isn't that crazy? Which Seriously? I found they to be yeah. encouraging, yeah, 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 actually. Yeah. I, I, That's great. Yeah, because because I, I think wow. the politicians are using mm. the harassment stuff because they can't admit they were so wrong on the COVID stuff. Right, and this is a. Pretty good distraction for him, actually. Yeah, and and look, you know, he's definitely acted like a creep to a bunch of women. I don't think there's, I don't think there's all that much doubt hey, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm sorry, Andrew. <laughs> 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 but it is a, it's a, it's an amazing uh, thing. I was going back and looking at his, um, his. Remember the poster he was selling? The poster he, the was one selling? where
0: he was driving in his Camaro or something.
1: Uh, yeah, or is it a Firebird? Firebird. Like Trans- <laughs> he's got the just... mountain. Right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And yeah, I'm looking yeah. at this thing, and I was like, yeah, "I wonder if you could still buy it." Sadly, no longer available for sale. It's a broken oh, link now. Darn. Which oh darn. no! Uh, if somebody mountain- has it, please send it
0: to mercuryone.org. <laughs> if anyone has Dr. Oh, Seuss a- books and you want to make a donation, it'll be tax deductible. Send the Dr. Seuss books to Mercury One. We tried to go out and buy them, and now they're just crazy expensive. Uh, but we are. Already? This is what we're oh they're over a thousand dollars a piece
1: now oh my gosh yeah thousand dollars a piece really? now wow the, the, just the six that were wow. banned right you're gonna get a bunch of hop on pops that uh yeah that the-
0: hey now we're talking <laughs> uh? hey you over there what did you hop on pops uh? that is
1: Andrew cromo's favorite dr seuss book he's 63 she's 25 he wants hop to on hop and on pop, pop.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Keep hopping. Up and down. Hop, 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 hop. <sighs>
2: nah. And to say he never touched anybody inappropriately, when you have, when you just meet a 22-year-old or 23, how old, however old that girl was with the backless dress, right. and he's got his hand on the lower part of her back, mm-hmm. and it's backless, mm-hmm. and to say that's not inappropriate? Okay,
0: so Come wait on. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And he also, and everybody and saw that. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Um if culture has changed on that. When you would put your arm around people for your taking pictures, I used to actually put my hands on people. Now they're floating mysteriously and uh-huh. weirdly behind someone. That is true, yeah. but
2: was it a picture opportunity? I don't think so. He, I don't think so. He just met
0: her. He had just and she said almost immediately he had the listen, hand under the small of her back. Listen, if she has the small of her back in your hand kind of slips down under her dress, yeah. under her panties to and her just kind of squeezes a little bit, uh-huh. that happens. <laughs>
2: That Especially happens. when you're taking a photo with somebody. Right, right. you're that taking a photo, you <laughs> right. can't I'm thinking you about can't control They're that. saying
0: they're saying <laughs> to me smile and uh, I'm, I'm I'm not even paying attention to what my hand is doing in her under her <laughs> underpants. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can relate.
1: Bada bing And we should point out too he walked up to this woman. This one woman was 33, I believe. So, like, ancient in Cuomo years. <laughs> and, uh, like dog years. Yeah. <laughs> really and walked up to her and put his hand on her bare back. And she physically removed yeah, with her his hand. hand. Yeah. So, she pulled him away. Wow. Seconds mm. after that is when mm. he, ha- the picture mm. that has been out there where he has his hands on her face. So she and removed. That's, and that, that is, is like, talking down to somebody. Yeah.
0: You put your hands on people's faces like that. Who do you do that to? You do that to children. To a kid, maybe yeah. to someone. I mean, yeah. Joe, Joe Biden does it to kids and then he pulls them in closely. <laughs> uh, I mean... You only do that mm. when you're talking down to somebody or somebody. It's a very intimate moment right. with you right. and, you know, your spouse or your, somebody, you know, very well.
1: Very well. Right. And not very someone well. who's just the first contact you've ever made with the person physically removed your hand. No, no that's I mean, that's, that's a thing. Of like, right. That's a, yeah. what's he doing?
0: He's just now he's like, is he talking down to her? What did he say to her? He's, when And he asked her if he could kiss her.
1: That's what he asked, said.
0: Oh, my gosh! And he said amazing? that the, Did you not get the I just
1: removed your hand. Yeah from my ass did bad. you not get that one that's bad i mean that's really again is, that it, is, is it a criminal action probably, probably. not is it a, the type of thing now this was not at a work event this particular one was at a social event but is oh, it the, the, the power type, dynamic in, yeah, right the power
0: dynamic she was 20 it's, she was 25 he was 670 <laughs> years old and
1: and also he was the governor of the state yeah. and most likely a monster <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now and this one you have to yeah. understand these the age separation was only 3 decades here. Um so that was not it's not I mean look it was yeah. only 30 years not thirty. they have years. a, lot in, yeah, 30 they like have the a lot
0: in common they both wear shoes Mhm. Uh right. mm-hmm. they, now, they both talk. have skin they have skin. They, now, can, they she have so much to I talk will say, about. The shoes thing, pants. <laughs> right.
1: You wear pants
0: or no pants
1: on the uh-huh. shoes I mean, thing, though. That uh-huh. she does not wear. Doctor Shoals. Uh, <laughs> so there is some, there are some differences.
0: <laughs> I, I was talking the doctor. Fal- so doctor Scholes. Doctor That's his uh,
1: epidemiologist he yeah. has been <laughs> trusting his doctor Shoals this whole time. I, look, I, it, it's. I do think a lot of this is an excuse for his other borderline possible criminal actions he's taken you know when you go through a year and praise andrew cuomo for his handling and then you hey, realize hey, hey, how hey, bad hey, is. hey, hey. <laughs> let's not talk about probes or handling okay i'm a little sensitive right now when you do that you can't just reverse it right because then you're admitting you were incompetent during the entire COVID thing. Yep. When you when you were praising him for being wonderful, and now you realize he was terrible. You can't turn that around so easily. So I think they're utilizing these scandals to uh, show they have a way to turn this thing around. Oh, now we we think he should be out of there. I honestly I think for the people of New York, the best thing that can happen is him leaving any way possible. I'm a huge skeptic that something that positive for America mm-hmm. can occur. Uh, I don't think he survives this. You know, between the two of them. No, no, wait. Slate is coming to his defense.
2: Slate is. Yes. Slade
0: is saying that yes, several accusations on sexual harassment, but it's time to demand due process.
1: Yeah, it wasn't time with Kavanaugh.
2: No, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. wasn't, it wasn't. Never done. Time time. And it then. won't be
1: time next time no, if it's, it's a won't. conservative. No no, 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 no. And it won't be time even for Andrew Cuomo. He will not give due process to the next Republican right. that goes through this. Though I do say I will agree and be consistent, and I think we all will, that that he does deserve yes. due process for yeah. this. However, he's had due process for the nursing home thing we've gone yeah, through yes. that. He it's was negligent. Opinion. I mean, Neglig- you could really charge negligent? Him
2: negligent homicide on this. Yeah, negligent homicide. You really yes. could. Not just
0: negligence. Right. Negligent homicide. Yes. He knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He knew what he was it's doing. It's hard
1: to imagine. It really is hard for, for me to physically imagine a person going through this scenario and saying, okay, wait, you want to do what now? You want to take the people who have COVID-19 mm-hmm. and you want to put mm-hmm. them in the same rooms with the most vulnerable people. Now, only five governors did this. Cuomo added on to this and did a situation where he couldn't, he made it illegal to test them. So it's like, let's just say you knew you were going to take a COVID 19 positive patient into your nursing home. You might at least put them in like the back room, I don't know, away from the other patients and hope, right? Yeah. He wouldn't even allow the testing to occur to know if they were positive or not. Right. It's not like Joe Biden,
0: who knows these people have COVID. And uh, because they're illegals, he's just going to release them into the general population of Texas. <laughs> right, right, right. It's not uh-huh. that. No, no. He
1: no. he wouldn't allow the second test to be done. Right. Yeah. And then there's the situation where his excuse for this is, well, we thought hospitals were going to be overwhelmed and the cdc did a terrible job with our hospital estimates early on that's so,
0: why i uh, was shoving him in the ovens look <laughs> look the cages were overwhelmed <laughs> i had to do something with them hey get into this oven
1: but a, a brooklyn no. nursing home in particular went to cuomo in the middle of this and said hey I know you're saying we need to bring these COVID positive patients back into our freaking nursing home, but I happen to notice this giant ship that Donald Trump pulled in because you said that you needed yeah, it so right. bad. It holds that's thousands, like thousands of people. thousands and it's entirely empty. Can we take those people and put them on there? Right. Can we do that? No. Why can we would put them in the that? Javits it, sensor no. when it was empty? It was, no. it was, it was at his disposal. And what Cuomo said was no. no, suck it. No. Yeah, I mean, I mean hey, I mean, what's your <laughs> language? Ah. All right, let me give you one
0: more story oh. on Governor Cuomo. Oh. Now, this is an opportunity for you to find out how politically incorrect you really are. I want no one on this program to say anything about this story. This is a joke. If you find this funny, you'll have to ask yourself why. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chicago <clears throat> Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Is that the whole thing? No. Because I, no, I was laughing. Has sympathized with the women who accused New York Governor Andrew Cuomo of inappropriate sexual behavior because she said she herself has been a victim of workplace <laughs> sexual harassment. <clears throat> You have to ask yourself why. Why? If you're laughing, you're you're sick. You're Mm -hmm. a bad, bad person. The best of the Glenn Beck program. You want some common sense? Here it is. And I want to quote directly from a transcript. You'll understand why I'm saying that in a second. Quote. The thing I want to talk about that's happened recently, and I never from my years of teaching and administration, I do not get into religion. I do not get into politics with my students. It's not that I don't or I'm not involved in them. I'm deeply involved in them. But that is my belief. My belief is that those things should reflect your values and your values you should get from your parents So I always want to have the students go to their parents when they have a question about their values and how that value should be reflected in their faith or in their politics. And you want to align those decisions about religion and politics with those values and with truth. I'm also not a conspiracy theorist. I have no belief in some great overarching Illuminati group that's taking over anything. But some stuff has happened last weekend. Now, this was in January 11th. That I have some problems with that I think affect you and I want you to help. I want to help you think about them. I'm not going to tell you what to think. I just want to help you think. And no, it's not about the Capitol riots. That was ignorance at the highest levels. I don't know too many people who are going to be okay with what happened. I don't care whose side you agree with. We do not practice sedition. We do not attack our legislature. But no. What's going on with Twitter and Facebook and Google and Apple, their decision as private companies to filter and to decide what you can hear and know about. And this is not about Trump. I'm not getting into that. This is about speech, because there have been times in American history where a small group of people decided what you can and cannot hear. Think about McCarthyism. If you don't know about that, Google it or talk to your social studies teacher. But think about totalitarian governments. Think of North Korea. Think of China. What makes those types of systems possible is the restriction and the elimination of the free exchange of ideas. And America in democracies, we talk about the marketplace of ideas. Well, what happens when the marketplace of ideas becomes a forced monopoly? What happens when you don't have dissenting opinions, when you don't have an exchange on competing ideas? How do you know if your idea can stand on their own if there is no marketplace of competing ideas? And I'm not saying that because I'm in favor of Parler or if I'm in favor of Donald Trump or in favor of anyone else who's being banned or their app is being told you can't be in the marketplace of ideas because you don't follow our prescribed values or ideas. I have a huge issue with that. And to me, this became a problem back in the 1990s, the early 90s, and that event in history known as Waco. And I know most of you weren't even alive, but your teachers and your parents know about this. I was not a part of the Branch Davidians. I don't have anything for or against Branch Davidians or David Koresh. But what happened, but because of what happened there, it was a religious group in Waco, Texas, that some some folks thought was a little odd, and the the government decided that they needed to go in and check them out. And of course, they were doing some things that most people would have thought a little outside the norm or maybe way outside the norm. But that's not the point. The point was that a group of people decided that somebody who disagreed, who thought differently or looked differently from them, needed to be filtered, needed to be reined in, needed to be controlled by someone else. Well, that was a religious group. And I belong to a religious group. What happens if one day a different group of people thinks that my religion is different or funny or should be brought under control or should be filtered? Take that into speech. Maybe right now I'm in the norm. Maybe right now my speech is not too outlandish or too crazy. You might disagree, but I'm not espousing violence, racism, sexism, or anything else that as a culture we deem inappropriate. But what if a different group comes into power that no longer likes what I have to say or how I think? Or if they begin to think that I'm extreme, at some point, any time we allow any group of people to tell another group of people, you can't think this, you can't say this, you can't write this, and you can't go to places where it's talked about, that is one step away from now what is happening to you. Because right now, it may be the ideas that you value are shared by people who are in power and filtering those people who are not in power. But just in one election, one moment away, and it can be flipped. I'm only getting into this because you as a young person, this is your future. You have a future ahead of you and you will be developing your own ideas and your own values the way that you want to express yourself. I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on Facebook. I'm not on any social media. My children are not on any social media. I'm 100 percent against Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, not only because in and of themselves are bad, bad platforms, but what is happening on them? I'm not in favor of that. OK, this goes on, but it's the same tone the whole time. This principle is a principle that, uh, man, I would love to uh, support the school that he is the principal of or she It actually turns out to be a he it's uh, it is um, uh, do I even have the name of the no, no, no. Uh, It's Barton Thorne. He was the principal of Cordova High School, and he's being represented by Daniel, sir. He is the senior attorney, the Liberty Justice Center, because uh, this principal was uh, was suspended for that speech. He's now suing. Welcome to the program, Daniel Sir.
3: Good morning, Glenn. Great to be with you.
0: Great to great to have you. Tell me what happened in this in this school in Tennessee.
3: Yeah, Glenn, this is one of the most blatant examples of cancel culture we have seen in our country to date. And, you know, you just read the transcript of of what principal Thorne said. The irony here, is that he was warning his students about the dangers of cancel culture and the importance of free speech. And he's the one who ends up getting canceled as his school administrators react to that speech by putting him on leave, suspending him from his job, kicking him out of his school building for seven weeks. And he doesn't actually get back to doing the job he loves with students until he has to sue them. And that's just this is wrong.
0: Okay, so what did they why did they kick him
3: out? So the school district kicked him out for for talking about basic civics, right? The the administrators at the district heard that that message that you just read and they called it unfortunate. They said it didn't represent the values of their public school. System. What? And they kicked him out of the school building.
0: What does it listen to the rest of this McCarthyism and all uh, and all what happened? How many people lost their jobs, their lives, even because of association or because of thoughts that they may have had or just wonderings. Can we not wonder anymore about things? I want you to think about it and talk to your parents about it. If you trust your teacher, talk to your teacher about it. Be aware, be in the loop as far as what's going on. And not whether or not you agree or disagree with the people being filtered, but this can happen to you one day. Can it? And think about it. And just remember, the power is in our choices. We choose our actions, but not our consequences. Make wise choices and have a great week. What part of the principles uh, do they not agree with?
3: It's crazy, Glenn, right? This is what public education has come to, where if you talk about liberal orthodoxy in your classroom, if you champion the Black Lives Matter or other parts of the liberal agenda, you're, you're just fine. But if you say something as non-controversial as free speech is important, think for yourselves, have respectful conversations with people you disagree with, watch out, because they're coming for your job. Like, that's what happened here.
0: Daniel, how confident are you that this case can be won and a profound message can be sent?
3: So this is about the Constitution, Glenn, right? This is a fight, fundamentally, for free speech in a free society. And I feel great when I got the Constitution on my side as a lawyer. And I feel great when I've got a client like Barton Thorne, who is a great principal, who is a good man, who's the kind of person every parent wants teaching their students, these important life lessons. So I feel great about our case and I hope the school district does the right thing here, which is not Mm -hmm. just giving Barton his job back, but acknowledging that what he said was right. This is a teachable moment. The school district needs to tell its students that if they talk about free speech in a paper, they're not going to get an F. It needs to tell the other teachers in this district and across the country, it's okay to talk about the Constitution, to teach basic civics and not have to watch your back that the speech police are coming for you. So hopefully the district does the right thing here and, and acknowledges what it did was wrong and illegal.
0: We're talking to Daniel, sir, the senior attorney at the Liberty Justice Center. Um, Daniel, I, I think it is it is important, um, really important, not only that he's reinstated, but I agree with you that they admit that they were wrong and that this uh, what he said was right. Not just that they were wrong. What he said was right. You should be able to think for yourselves and discuss these things in a reasonable manner. But I I I would like to see. Is there any way to see something more uh, than this? Is there anything that can be done that sends a message? Because this is happening everywhere, and it's why people are not standing up. And that's honestly,
3: Glenn, why programs like yours are so important. We have to shine a light on this. The only way we will fight back and win on cancel culture is if people have courage, if they have the courage of their convictions, if they stand up, and if others stand with them. And if we shine a light on these outrageous examples, like what's happening to Principal Thorne, and the message gets out, uh, thanks to platforms like the one you have, that this is not acceptable in America, we still believe in free speech in America, And cancel culture isn't going to win, because at the end of the day, the First Amendment, the U.S. Constitution, that's what we as Americans value. That's what we treasure, and that's what we're going to stand for.
0: So, Stu, where was that story that came about the teachers being taught that children, babies, are racist?
1: Arizona. In in Arizona. Arizona. Yeah.
0: And we were having a conversation about this, I think maybe off the air this morning, and I said, I I honestly, I, I am beginning to blame the teachers that are going through that and not saying anything, because if teachers don't stand up, if teachers would stand up and there's out of 100, there's 20 of them that would make a difference. But they're afraid that they won't get a job or anything else. But that's what you're for, right? That's what Liberty that's Justice we're Center here does. For liberty
3: Justice. Absolutely. We're here to fight for people and defend free speech. And thankfully, you know, Principal Thorne, like he, he is a good man and he is a great principal and he has, you know, courage to, to push back on that. And, and we need more people to show more courage to win this fight with cancel culture, because Arizona is another example, like the liberal orthodoxy that they are teaching our kids. It is pervasive. It is everywhere. We have a responsibility as parents to teach our kids the things that are right. But we also, as citizens, want to encourage good teachers, like Principal Thorne, to do the right thing and talk about the Constitution with our kids. We should celebrate that as a society. Uh, Daniel, I'd like one of my producers
0: to set up a private call with you uh, sometime after the show. Uh, I want to talk to you more about this. Uh, But anything, anything that you guys need, anything that uh, this principal needs— uh you can count on me um i, well, I want you
3: standing with us you thanks bet. For,
0: for the first amendment i want you to donate now to libertyjusticecenter.org we have got the people who are brave enough to stand up have got to have the best defense and that takes money and a lot of attorneys so please donate now to libertyjusticecenter.org libertyjusticecenter.org stop it before you're the one that needs the attorney